Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to another episode of the Brewery Pod, where we go around the UK trying every brewery with a celebrity. And this week, I'm joined by an absolute legend of the industry. It's Pat Sharp. Hello, Pat Sharp. Hello. Now, Pat, we've been all around the UK trying out all these breweries. Now, what's your favourite brewery? I like Shepherd's Name. Shepherd's Name. That's the best you can do with every brewery in the UK. Why did I call it Pitched Pod? Piss pod, where you talk about different breweries that we like. Or could organise a piss up in a brewery podcast. Couldn't organise a, couldn't organise a piss up in the brewery podcast. Yeah, that, that's quite a good... Yeah, I, I want to do it now. Pissed pod. Do you want to be on it? <laughs> yes. Why does, everyone put, why does everyone put podcast at the end of something? It's obviously a podcast. Nothing else would be called remember, that. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Do you remember that weird time in history where BBC weren't having none of the podcasts and everything was sold as a free download? It's like the Chris Moore's uh, Chris Moore show, free downloads. It's like, why why are you holding on to free downloads? Just call it a podcast. Come on, BBC. Some things you needed to let go of, but not that. And now they're making more stuff that they make on the radio, I think, as podcasts. It's all on BBC Sounds now, if you want it. We're not we're not advertising BBC Sounds. We're just talking about how good BBC Sounds is, but there's no podcasts. No. no. They're all and free downloads. If we're accidentally advertised by BBC Sounds in the middle, I'm, I apologise. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about that, BBC Sounds. We didn't mean it to happen, but it has. Uh, this part of the show! Oh, da 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 Hey!
Hello. Hello. Uh, how are you? I, I'm, I'm so Good. tired. I, I, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm in the middle of like preview season and Edinburgh's a lot closer than I thought it was. My, my idea for this was you'd be up and jolly this week and then two days into Edinburgh next week, he'd be like, I want to go home. Oh, hell. But you'd like that already. So I don't know how far well, you're going to go. I don't know. It's a weird one because the show's very good. If I don't say it to myself, if it, it got a stand innovation last night. And I all, genuinely what, felt this has been the best one I've ever done. What, they all walked out? They all walked out. They all walked out. One guy only got <laughs> up to tie his laces, uh, which was weird because it's more of a bent over position to do so. But it was just, yeah, it was just a great vibe. Really good vibe. Nice new venue where we're going to do more stuff with. But I, I got in very late and I'm in my mid-30s now and late is anything after ooh, 10. It is a little bit. I've left two weddings about 10 o'clock and that's like, oh. Did it feel late? did feel late. But late's different now, isn't it? Late, Late's not what it used to be. Like when you were young uh, in your 20s, late was, oh, we got in late three o'clock. Now late is anything. I don't know. If someone said I got in at half 11 last night, I'd be like, ooh, if, that's late. If someone came up to you and said, I went out clubbing last night, I got up at four in the morning and then I was at work at nine, you'd be like, no, no. I think I'd made it up. I wouldn't believe them. If, if someone now come to me and went, they went out clubbing and, and then in work at nine, I used to do that all the time and be fine and then go out the following night to carry on. But not now. Like, I know. How can you survive on no sleep? When I got to get up early, I keep waking up during the night. And I don't I get do any that. sleep because I was like, uh, I just don't want to miss the alarm clock. And I thought, you won't miss the alarm clock. Keep waking up to check it every five minutes. Only if you wake up, the alarm clock goes off, you turn it off and you go back to sleep again. That's the only way you're going to be late. How many snoozes do you have on it? Uh, only only one. Only one snooze. Oh, that, that's, uh, have you ever been late? Lots of times. But I don't trust the snooze. I'm like, will it go back on well, again if I press it again? Well, yeah. So if you have more snoozes, like if you have three or four snoozes, you then, then can have that all. I, I sometimes set it a bit earlier than I need to wake up to look at it and think, oh, it's still half an hour. Power nap. I know, I know it makes no sense what's a power nap after your big sleep. It's a weird one, isn't it? The old sleeping and getting old. You're listening to Bullshit Podcast, where two men discuss how tired they are. And I don't even have kids yet. I didn't tell you what else happened on a holiday, which was I was outside a toilet. And there were two blokes rapping. Are we smoke. allowed to tell this story? Is this one that <laughs> I was outside a toilet and oh, well, I looked oh, for a magical hole and saw the dolphin? I went into the toilet. They were both smoking weed. And yeah. I went in and they were rapping. And then I washed my hands and thought I'm not having this. So I put the hand dryer on to, to drown them out with their rapping. Yeah. And then they came outside and said, hello, mate, can you take a picture of us? So I took a picture of them next to the girls' toilets. And I was like, what is this? And they were... Was st- it? They were still there with their watches and going, yeah, mate, what's like a cool pose? And I said, I, I don't know. I don't know what a cool pose you could do. I, I love everything about this. I love, one, that they asked you what a cool pose was. And two, when you said, I'm not having... What weren't you having? Were you annoyed at the wrapping or the weed? Both. I was annoyed by the toilet as well. It was in Hastings and it was awful. That toilet... I think I know that toilet. Is it the one that's very 80s-based in its design? And there's a horrible Victorian one as well. Uh, yeah. They did that picture taken and they just went off. And I went, that just happened. They just asked me for a photo next to the to- girls, the ladies' toilets. Sorry, maybe they just met. Maybe maybe they'd met on an app 
And they were like, oh, I want to meet someone to wrap my favourite tune through and smoke weed. I went, I'm that guy. Meet me in the toilet. Just, you had quite the holiday, didn't you? I did. What adventures you must have had on that holiday. It's That's a sitcom. Trev goes on holiday. Just you on various holidays. Imagine what. Imagine if you went to the Isle of Man, what excitement you would have. Not going to the Isle of Man just to make a video. I reckon you should. Come on, it's what the fan wants. The fan? Yeah, just him on his own. Just him. Just I him. like him. He's doing all right. How is he? Oh, no, I can't. I was about to say something else, but I can't say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's, it's been quite the way. Has anything happened in your week, or is it just reminiscing of no, Haven? No, nothing else has happened to me this week. But I have been, uh, been on the river doing police work in Dunk Patrol. percent honest with you i've watched this twice mm. and on both occasions i've fallen asleep one occasion <laughs> i fell asleep watching this and then had a dream that i was in duck patrol <laughs> so when that part happens i will go on and tell you what happened as in my dream and let me tell you it was more exciting it was more exciting than what happened in duck patrol so i never saw this first time around blessing it starred richard wilson Who's one of those people who had a lot of clout in the 90s, didn't he? Mm. If you had Wilson on a sitcom, you were making some serious gender cheese. And uh, this, was it his magnus opus? No. So, listener, if you don't know what Doc Patrol is, it's a police-based comedy based on the river with the river police. That's right. It's such a thing as river police. Now, I really don't... It kind of had an old Dr. Beecham uh, vibes. Let's do that next week. Uh, um, we've, already, we've already done it. We have done old Dr. Beecham. Oh, that's how long we've been doing this now. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do what old Dr. Beecham returns. <laughs> the return ticket episode of old Dr. Beecham. I thought of that other idea of podcast before, which is you do it once and you do it again and you see, then you listen back to what you said the first time. We were, oh, yeah, we said exactly the same things the first time. I, I think that could work. I don't want to lie. There's a few that I'd never want to watch again. Right, you're going to be in Edinburgh. You want to watch uh, old Dr. Beecham. You don't do it. You want to do a ramble. That's what you want to do. I, I, I won't want to do anything by the time that happens. Like, <laughs> already just looking at it, thinking, oh. Are you there the whole month? You're only there for... Oh, two and a half weeks. I'm not no. doing the whole month again. I'm never doing the whole month ever again. Why do I feel you're going to clip that and play it back to me next year? I love it when I'm there. I love it when it's going well. But this, I love the people. I love being part of the comedy world. It's one of my favourite things in the world is the Edinburgh Festival. My favourite thing in the world is you having a breakdown last year. It's still my favourite episode we've ever done. It was quite the breakdown. I honestly, when you recorded that, did not have a bloody clue what was going on. And I, I think looking back, that's what I'm to listen to. Being thrown out of a dog walking park by a dog warden. No. Yes. David, David Tennant's in this. 
He's not. He's not. Uh, he's not like leaped into full tenant at this point, has he? Well, no, no. He's playing the. I put at one point he's playing Pike. That's who he's playing. He's very much playing Pike. I don't know what this was, and and, and watching it back, when David Tennant was just playing kind of that young juvenile character, it's a very similar character to that young trying to get the girl character, but never succeeded in. Uh, what's his name from Thin Blue Line? Thingy. But it was very much that. And Thingy. I think I thought that because it was based on the police. Uh, hang on. This is good podding. This is great podding. I, you can tell we both love Well, when you said you'd watched it twice, I thought, oh, I thought you must have loved that. No, cause, generally because I fell asleep and then was too knackered to put it back to the beginning of the episode. James Dreyfus, Constable Kevin. That's the one. The one who took over my hero. So Constable Kevin, mm. I is uh, David Tennant's character. Constable, it was basically if there was ever to be a movie of Finn Blue Line, this would be it. Where they put him in a scenario, Finn Blue Line would be Duck Patrol, and also there was a bit of reminiscence at the beginning where the, the duck ends up on the boat and it's a pajama case, which made me think, who has a pajama case now? They were massive. Remember then? Yeah, but this is the nineties. They were all the rage. Did you have a pajama case? E, probably, I think. My mum had a big Tigger one, and yeah, and, and and recently she was like, "You could have that big Tigger pajama case." I was like, "I don't want it because it's 2023." I don't need to hide my pajamas from people. Well, I just put mine under my pillow. I know where they are then. Why have you got to stuff them in a bear? Why? Why have you got to stuff them? And it's a hassle, isn't it? Where you have to undo it and get it out. And also, like, who who are you hiding them from? There's a big pyjama thief back then. Like, it went around nicking people. Like, the two fairies, like, arch nemesis, would steal your pyjamas. People just can't see other people's pyjamas. Like, no, I can't see them. No. I'm not looking at you in your smalls. Whee! <laughs> your pyjamas. Uh, to the see, listener, my, Chris my has re- just shown us his pyjamas. And let's just say he's gone tartan. Right. Is that, show me show me him again. What? What's wrong with that? Is that Morrison's Tartan? No. Yeah, mate, that's Morrison Tartan. No, it's not. It is. It's not. They're from... Where are they from? Uh, oh, I think I Yeah, know. but that is a Morrison Tartan. Is it? Oh. It's very close to McDougal, I think. I know. I've got them for Edinburgh. Oh, they're nice, man. Like, that is my family's colours. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back. <laughs> Does, you've got the brochure. Is anyone of, of the Edinburgh Fringe, haven't you? Well, the Argos catalogue. Yes, the Argos catalogue of comedy. The uh, What did I used to call it? The, um, the <laughs> book of rubbish puns. Basically what it is. Anyway, even if they put jokes in, the, in their title, some of them don't. Um, is any of them online? What do you mean? The, the, well, the people on the shows? No, no, because there's an option you can do... In you can do in person or online. Are they still? Is yeah, but, still but doing no online? one, no one's doing online comedy now, are they? It was fucking horrible. Yeah, but I, could, you, could you imagine that? Do you remember? Do you remember that? Like, what's in the box? Does it make Trevor feel good? Yeah, all that nonsense. Like, imagine doing that now when there's actually stuff to go out and see. And also, it says two people sat on Zoom. No, yeah, but it's different, isn't it? <laughs> because this is still going out. We can't do this live every week. We haven't got the audience for it. You lot, you go to Edinburgh. I sit at home. I go, right, I'm going to do my Edinburgh show. Then everyone in the world can watch my Edinburgh show. Well, everyone can still... You can still do that if you wanted. I, I could do that. It's a bit late now. If, I, well, it's not late now. Put it to a vote. Put it on your Facebook. Who would like to see Trev's online spectacular? I'm thinking maybe a deal like you used... You did once, which was actually have a gig and then... Still broadcast it on Zoom, but yeah. I'd actually, I'd actually listen to the people that are on Zoom and just not ignore them like you did. <laughs> I didn't ignore them like I did. did. I spoke to the. I, I couldn't be asked going to Dover, so I bought a ticket online. He did talk to us once, like hello people, but I like you, the people in the room better. That's what you said. Is it? Well, I did like the people in the room better. You've held on to that, haven't you? Some of that happened <laughs> in four years ago. Do you know how hard it was to work that as well? Because it was. It was a very audience participation-led show, that. And trying to do it with the audience was fine. But then realising every five minutes there was about 60 people on a webcam. Yeah. It was just like, why is he not looking at us? I did join in with you. Yeah, my highlight was when you picked the camera up at the end and turned it off. <laughs> and there's, there's people from the Laughing Horse going, Adam, Adam, Adam. <laughs> he's, he's, he's turned it off. He's turned it off. Yeah. And can I just say, after all of that, they still let me back. And uh, Alex, 
we think you're great. You're a legend. I'm not good with technology either. I think that's why I hate it. It needs to be in person. Jason Watkins is in this. <laughs> yes. Who's Jason Watkins? He's the he's the one who's having an affair with Jan. Oh yeah. What's his name from Being Human? Yeah, when they went past and they're like, "Oh, what are you do? What are you doing? It's it's ten o'clock in the morning. You shouldn't be doing that." It was very kind of carry on the affair. Almost like, oh, Howard, oh, Marina, oh, Howard, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Marina. Oh, it was, was I it? hate it. I fucking hated Last of Summer Wine. Let's do it next week. Let's do Last of Summer Wine. That went on too long. Did you know the most annoying thing of Last of the Summer Wine is? One, it was also one of those shows where, oh, the week, uh, it's the end of the weekend, I'm going to bed. But also, they tried to bring it back with the characters as a young man called First of the Summer Wine. Yes, I, I do remember that. Why? <laughs> it is one of those where it's so based in like being like old timey and everything. It's like doing the Flintstones and then putting it in the modern day. Or well, that is the Jetsons. I realised halfway through that, <laughs> and it did work very well. Right, moving on, moving on. What I don't like about Last of Summer Wine and a little bit of Opener Hours, but Ronnie Barker and David Jason are geniuses, is that. Even though it was set in the 70s, everyone still calls everybody Mrs. Like, oh, yeah. Mrs. Featherstone. And like, he don't know. Maybe up north they still do that. But I don't think if they even do that up north anymore where you just call everyone by their first name. You're not teachers. Anyway. I quite like the name. What oh, Would you appreciate that if you hit a certain age and everyone would be like, oh, Mr. Barnes? <laughs> no, I'd be going, no, my name's Trev. I get it in the day job as well, where no one calls me Mr. Jones, but a lot of people have taken to calling me Mr. Adam. Mr. Adam, that's right. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Adam. Mr. Adam, I have a problem. Yes, you do. You keep calling me Mr. Adam. David Tennant's love interest is Samantha Beckinsale, and I can't work out if that's the bloke from Porridge's sister or daughter. I think it might be. He was taken too young, bless him. don't know if that was him or not. I should have done I this. I don't think it was. Should have done this before we started recording. Sam Beckinsale. Uh... Oh no, no, it's no, it is her daughter. Is it? Yeah, it's it's Richard Beckinsale's daughter. I didn't think. It... Did both of his kids go on to acting then? Yeah, it was Kate Beckinsale, wasn't it? And Fa- famous for Underworld movies. <laughs> What's wrong with Underworld? Nothing. The first one's all right. I watched Oppenheimer the other day. It's all right. It goes on a bit. Three hours long. You're not a fan of uh, Oppenheimer? It was good. What? What's the explosion like? Uh, oh, is that a, it's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler, is it? It's like going to see <laughs> Titanic and going, the boat sinks. No, the explosion, it happens, but it all, then it all goes quiet for a bit. And you could just hear, um, watch his face breathing. And then, and then it goes boom. It's because it, everyone's thinking, oh, it's going to be really big, and then it's not really big. So, so it goes quiet then. Boom! Yeah, that's basically what. Okay. I, I, yeah, I would have. I Did and you Flor- not like it? Florence Pugh's in it, getting naked, which I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> I'll take a ticket, please. So they're reading the horoscopes, and he said, why, why are you reading them all just to suit yourself? I quite like the idea of that. This <laughs> reading them all just to decide. Which one suits you? Are and you then, are you a, are you a fan of the horoscopes? Do you live your life by horoscopes? No, because they're they're every day is oh you're going to meet someone new. It's like 
I'm very happy with with my girlfriend that I've got. I don't need another one, thanks very much. Or wife. Or wife. Well, I don't think it's always about love interest. I think sometimes you can watch it. It is. Mystic Meg was every day. You're going to find someone there. You're gonna find you're gonna find happiness with a new love. I always remember that in Simpsons, like we're out of them new wife cookies. Open up the stick with your wife barrel. So someone throws a dog. I thought they threw a dog, and then they literally had thrown a dog. Yeah, I uh, thought that with that bloke who later went on to be in EastEnders. Yeah, uh, Sue Johnson runs the bar. David can't get a date. What is going on? David Tennant cannot get a date. David Tennant there. Couldn't get a date, but he he wasn't David Tennant yet. I yes, say this he was. again. He was. It's like that quote from Oprah got fired from television because she wasn't Oprah. Damn it! Well, you suggesting he's still David Tennant, who was dressed up as a lady in Rabsy Nesbit. David Tennant. He's he, not. He's not Doctor. He was Tennant. Tennant. He's yet to be <laughs> Super Tennant. The only joke that made me laugh was what they talked about Richard Wilson's girlfriend, and he said, "How dare you accuse me of love?" I like that. That was the only I, uh, David Tennant was just Victor Maldrew, who had got a job in this. David Tennant was a was Victor no, 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 no. You mean Richard Wilson uh, was was Richard Victor Wilson Maldrew. was basically Victor Maldrew, but it on was. a boat. It was uh, also so, so it's almost one foot in the grave if he hadn't have got sat. Oh um, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> so was... it was just like a parallel universe where he wakes up. He's, he's left Margaret. He's gone and lived with Sue Johnson. Uh, what annoyed me the most was there wasn't many ducks in it. Real ducks. Well, I, well the, the duck I saw as well was the pyjama case, obviously. Uh, but yeah, no real ducks in something called Duck Patrol. I thought it was a prequel to Paw Patrol, where the, the ducks realised that things were changing and get mauled by a load of dogs who steal their technical equipment. And then later on, David Tennant will be in... Um... DuckTales. He, he loves a show that, with a duck in it. He loves a duck, doesn't he? Have you watched the new DuckTales? Mm, no, but I've heard Woo! I've heard good things. I, uh, listener, if you like uh, if you like 90s nostalgia and everyone who watches this knows that Tailspin was one of my favourite shows of the 90s, there is an episode with Kit uh, from Tailspin in a crossover episode where he turns up as an old bear and yeah, it's brilliant. Why is Richard Wilson called Prof? I don't know. He had a character name, but everyone kept calling him Prof for some reason. Uh, it's a good, it's a good, good character name. Mrs. Woo. Cartway has now got a boat. She didn't even look at the bloke from EastEnders, but then when, after she's picked him up, she's like, "Oh, oh, I like him. Oh, I'm going to give some flowers." I was like, "What?" At the bit of the end, you haven't seen. The, where did you fall asleep? I fell asleep on the boat bit, and at this point, I was in Duck Patrol, right? And I, I started my first day. Now, it was one of those things where I knew it was a sitcom, but it was real. And all the other police people had boats, but they gave me a narrow boat. And we were chasing like a criminal down the River Thames in their speedboats. But I had a narrow boat, but it was really fast. And it was going really fast down there. We were about to get the criminal who had just stolen the crown jewels. And uh, the other police were surrounding and going, Adam, we need backup. And I was like, right, I'm coming in. And my narrowboat went really, really fast. But I misjudged it because I'm dyspraxic. I went in the side of one of the sightseeing tours. How are you dyspraxic got... in your dreams still? I'm dyspraxic. Once you're dyspraxic, how are you? It's like when I'm asleep, it's perfectly fine. I'm normal. Everything's coordinated. Joined up writing. Oh, dancing the cha-cha. 
<laughs> but then, uh, so they got surrounded it and I sped up really fast and I went into the side of a sightseeing boat and then I heard someone go, oh no, there's a leak. And it started to go into like the Thames and like one person like started drowning and I went to help them and then another person started drowning and then too many people started drowning and people just kept falling to the bottom of the like the Thames. And at that point, uh, Richard Wilson said, oh, you're not cut out for this. And then I woke up. How did you write a better episode of Duck Patrol than they wrote in the nineties? <laughs> because I am living on fumes at the this moment in time. Well, the ending was weird because there's been some ruckus on a big boat. So they go to the big boat and you think they're going to have a fight. And then all Richard Wilson does is walk up and ask for a drink. And that's the end of the show. That's it. And then at the end, they walk off the boat and there's a little bit of dialogue afterwards. And then it turns out that Mrs. Cartway is in a boat trying to chase them, in a canoe trying to chase them. That's that's the end of it. That's that's not an ending to a sitcom. It weren't great. That's not... Um, how, do they, how do they dig a hole? How do they make two holes? They dug another... Oh, no, sh- no shit, that's not what it is. They dug a... <laughs> what they Go do on. What, Go what, on. What, what do they do with the other soil? They stuck it down the other hole. They dug another hole and they stuck it down there. That is not, yeah. that is, that is a brilliant line that you, and, and just finishing with this, have a drink. Are you saying Porridge was a superior sitcom? I am, I am. I would even say that the remake that they made a few years ago would outdo this. And that's saying something, and that really is saying something, that remake. I, I, I just don't get it, like, when people do that, where they're trying to make it in the... He's making something in the style of it, so it looks like it, and, like, the dialogue, but it was just done where they dumbed it down, and that was the joy of, like, por- porridge. It was never dumbed down, and it's the same with Only Fools and Horses. It was very much of the time. They didn't hold anything back on it, and I think, yeah, it really annoyed me, that porridge remake. I'd say going straight was better than this as well. So, how many ducks would you give this? I'll give it two quacks. I thought it was... <laughs> two quacks. Two quacks. Two quacks for this. And I you think do, that's pushing it. You do know I don't write these scores down anymore. I'm just giving up. Have you just given up? What if someone wants to know how we've reviewed and preserved 90s, 80s <laughs> and indeed noughties television? It's if got, they can't even look back. It's got mental. We had loads of 90s. We've got like 20 from the 2000s. And now we've got... Yeah. Um, what did we watch last week? Oh, I, uh, I, I, oh, oh we had... Don't scare the hair, which... Four, four rabbits for um, Don't Scare the Air. I say we just do a nice collage and release it as a Christmas jumper. Graham was quite relieved that I I, I covered you, both of you up in that picture. Was he? Yes. What was his exact words on it? I don't want to be topless on a podcast. Yeah, basically. I said, well, you shouldn't say the picture then, should you? So let's... Lock. It. In. How dare you accuse me of love? Anyway, thank you, thank you for listening. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. And uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, why not hit that subscribe button? Please. But even if you're not going to listen to it, just subscribe. Please. Like, like, I know, like, a few of you think you're dipping in and out. Like, just, just know when it's back. We're yeah, doing just, this for you, listener. Just download it, it. You don't have to listen to it. But if you are listening to it, you have to listen to this bit to hear us say, just download it. But it doesn't work, does it? Next week, Edinburgh Ramble. Shall I get some special guests?
Yeah. Who? I don't know who I'm ever with when the call comes. <laughs> and on that bombshell, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.